Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good show. Of course, it's a road trip segment. Road trip. We're on our way. <laughs> you know how these road trips go. They're always fun, exciting. Uh, we always spend a couple minutes in the car uh, on our way to the destination. Today is, of course, Silicon Slopes. Yeah. The tech conference of the year here in Salt Lake City. It's not talking about um, plastic surgery. And it's not talking about plastic surgery. That's right. So. Silicon Slopes. Uh, Utah is one of the biggest uh, tech states in the USA. There's a lot of tech companies out there. A lot of tech stuff going on. We are heading to the conference. Uh, they have 20,000 people registered this year. Right? Sure, yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of stuff, and hopefully a lot of good. They have a social good track this year. Yeah, we're excited about that, but it's supposed to be yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday we, we missed the, the first first day of of the uh, so, uh, the social track. Social. Yeah, we missed the first day of Silicon Slopes. But we are on our way now, and we're making the trek. We're going to do some interviews, hopefully, and find some people out there doing some good and connecting with them. So get ready for this segment, this road trip. Road with tripping. Road tripping. Road tripping to Silicon Slopes. You got anything to say, Ryan? Um, hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. All right. Over and out. We'll see you at the show. Well, conference. Thing. 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 Do I hit that? This one button? I don't know. Hello, it's thing. going two, three, four. Five, <laughs> That's right. Seven, Ladies and gentlemen. Eight. Okay, we're almost to the event. We're almost. We're almost to the event. I notice when we do road trips that if I don't put this in my face, I sound far away. Yes, nobody hears you if you don't put it in your face. So, I. Reporting live on scene with the Biz Forget Show, we're downtown Salt Lane going to the Silicon Slopes. 500 West right now. 500 West, looking at all the uh, factories and such. Yes, downtown Salt Lake. Salt Lake's done a, like a, over the last 10 years, it's really done some amazing rebranding. <clears throat> Anyways. Ooh, this park is sure looking different. They've ripped it to pieces. Yeah. There's still homeless people down here, though, people. We still got homeless. Yeah. One day at a time. But they do have food kitchens and such. Yeah. Where should I go? Um, Next. So where I need to go is by the, the twirly, twirly park. They have this, like, is that where the dome and these, tickets? like... Is that where we get our tickets? Well, that's where most of the events... Being held. Get our tickets first. Tickets. I have tickets. Okay. It's in my phone. It's in your phone. 
need a barcode scanner. No, I'm not gonna turn here. Not, not turning here. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. I'm turning here at this one. He's turning. This is the one to turn at. West mm. Temple. West Temple. Probably. Not. This is it, people. <sighs> um. Apparently, we get lunch. Is it lunch? Yep. We get lunch. We get treated. We got VIP passes, baby. We can go anywhere we... Okay, whatever. Did you want to go to the Sundance film thing tonight? Maybe. That sounds kind of cool. It's at six. It's at six. It's a show about entrepreneurs stuff. Ooh, it sounds cool. Yeah, we'll keep you posted, peeps. This may be a long show, or who knows, if we find some cool people to interview and all that stuff. Is that the thing you're wanting to be in front of? Yeah. Okay. All right, over and out, folks. We'll see you at the show or at the event. I guess it's not a show. I think it's a show. There's showing of people. People are showing. People are showing things. Up. Showing up. <laughs> and down. People are showing down. Up. Down. Up. Where should I let you off? On this side? I gotta let you off on this side or do I need to turn around? You can drop me off at the corner. As long as there's a homeless person there, you're gonna give money to them, right? Yeah, I will give them a bracelet saying, be good to the kindness revolution. Oh, yeah. Kindness revolution. Okay, folks. We will see you in the event. Peace out, Holmes. And hi, uh, ladies. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, okay. We got people coming in and out. We made it here. We are here at Silicon Slopes. Exciting, having some fun. Uh, as you can hear, there's a lot of people out there. We got people here, and there are people running off because we asked them to talk to us, and they're like, oh my gosh, no, we got stuff to do. <laughs> we got people to hear. But we do have the, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Willis, and I'll let Ryan take over. Yeah, I was just asking Andrew here uh, what he likes so far about the conference. And he's listed some really great. You want to re reiterate what you just read? You have read? to shove that in his mouth, Ryan. Sure. It's been all about how you can change the impact you're having on uh, your business environment, how you can connect with others, how you can build collaboration between groups, how collectively we can make a big difference in the world, not just in our business, not just in our personal lives. That we, we need to make, we need to also, we need to help our customers, we need to be a part of their unique journey. And we need to help bring them into our culture. We need to establish a culture that is built on um, openness, accountability, transparency, and that we need to bring our customers into that, into that culture that we represent. Hey, so Andrew, can you tell us a little bit about you? I mean, you just told us some super cool stuff, but but can we know a little bit of who Andrew Willis is, just so the listeners can know who the heck's talking? Okay, I am uh, the Small Business Development Center Director in Kaysville. How many years? Going on eight years. <laughs> and uh, I'm old. I'm really old. Uh, so I'm, but I'm just getting started. I have a business called Boot Baby at bootbaby.com. Bootbaby.com, and uh, we help. We we are a natural parenting and baby store. We we have things like cloth diapers, baby carriers, amber necklaces. Everything's non-toxic and uh, good for the environment. 
Yeah, Andrew's the real deal, people. We just butted into him here at the Silicon Slopes, and what a what a find we just had to, to you to be our very first interview. So could you tell us, because we ask everybody, what does biz for good mean to you? What does it mean to be good or do good in business for Andrew Willis? Well, that's what we're all about. If you're, if you're just focused on yourself and your business, then you're missing the opportunities to grow and, and grow with those around you. You can't just run a business by yourself. You have to do good for others. You have to leave uh, a legacy behind you. Can you give the listeners a gold nugget, either a gold nugget that you've heard from here today or a gold nugget that Andrew Willis has lived by, something like that? Absolutely. Uh, here's something that I live by that I've learned over the years is that in business schools, they tell you that you need to be relevant to your customers. That's like Google. Google search finds relevant results. I, don't, I tell my my business, the people who work with me in my business and other businesses, the clients at the SBDC, that I don't want you to be relevant. I want you to be compelling. Compelling is like Amazon. Uh, they created, in fact, at the last two or three Super Bowls, Walmart has done an ad saying we do free two-day shipping and you don't have to join a club. Well, people would rather join a club than free two-day shipping without any kind of support. So they're not quite tuned into their customers. Amazon has created a compelling relationship with their customers. That's emotional. As business owners, we need to create a compelling emotional connection with our customers. If we fail to do that, we'll only be relevant, and which means that we will be at the whim of our competitors. We have to be the ones to create that emotional connection directly with our customers, and they will want to come to us. I love it. What do you think, Ryan? Spot on, man. He's been, uh, been around, been in leadership roles, and appreciative of all his leadership. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to finish up this Silicon Slopes. How many? We got a few more hours left, don't we? We got like six hours left is all. So, all right, we're wrapping it up. Thank you, Andrew, for being on the show, and let's go find some more stuff to check out and learn about. They're ready, Ryan. Okay, here we are. This is this has been an amazing event here at the Slopes. It's been crazy. We've been. What are some of the fun stuff that we've done so far? Eat. Okay, yeah, the eating was good. How they feed twenty thousand people is pretty impressive. I've got to admit, it's. Uh, I'm 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 surprised that it went as well as it did. Did you guys Did you guys eat? We ate. It was great. It was I agree. Good. It, it was, was good. excellent. It wasn't bad food, was no. it? It wasn't like a hot dog. No, that was, it was like pulled pork or something. It was a real deal. Yeah, yeah, awesome, guys. So we just blindsided some folks here, and uh, we've got Cindy Marotic, Marotic, Cindy Marotic, and Katie. Katie Glenn, because that scent looks different. Katie Glenn, I love that name. Thank Glenn you. is my middle name. Bobby Glenn James is what I go by. So. Right. Uh, Awesome. Yes. I was named after Glenn Campbell. My sisters were in love with Glenn Campbell. They wanted to name me Glenn Campbell James. And my dad said, oh, my gosh, no. But we'll let him have Glenn as the middle name. Okay. This show's not about me. Sorry. Uh, We want to know a little bit about the foundation. You guys are doing some, I mean, you've got this whole corner basically shored up. And I know you've moved from a a different event space. So kind of tell us a little bit about the foundation how it got started, what's going on, and, and the amazing stuff that you guys are doing. No pressure. 
the Cholangiocarcinoma Foundation is a non-for-profit organization, um, and it helps patients affected by this rare cancer, um, and this is cancer that forms in the bile duct. There's, it's a very rare disease. There's approximately five to 10,000 patients diagnosed per year. There's limited treatment options because most patients are diagnosed in stage four. So um, the, average life, the average life expectancy for most patients is six to 12 months uh, from time of diagnosis. But we are here to spread hope and awareness. We have wonderful survivors who are stage four living two to three years. So we are here with our best recent. Yeah, and nine, uh-huh. and nine, nine right behind us. Yep. Nine years? Yeah. Awesome. So the foundation was founded by Stacy Lindsay, and her brother had cholangiocarcinoma, and she wanted to have his legacy live on. So she has, has the best researchers, educators, oncologists, surgeons, patients come and spread hope, and we're growing each year. And we're volunteers um, through the care team. Um, and the care team spreads awareness and education locally um, throughout the country. And Katie and I are from Chicago. Um, so you came down from Chicago to yeah. here. Awesome. Katie and I are from Chicago. My mom. The polar vortex. We made it. Yes. We, nothing could stop us. We had to get here. <laughs> three flights um, later, we got here. Yes. Three flights later. Um, so my mom had cholangio and passed away on Christmas Day of 2016, and Katie's dad passed away 2016. And we have a cool story because both of our parents were diagnosed the same week in the same hospital, and we didn't know each other. We became we lived 10 to 15 we, minutes from each other, but yep. had no idea who we were. And we were connected through the foundation, and now we're great friends because something sad brought us together. Yeah. I think that's what the message of this conference is really all about. And just the Cholangiocarcinoma Foundation in general is just spreading awareness, being supportive of one another. And we all have hardships and struggles, but we have to be kind to one another. And so true. I mean, on the Bits for Good show, that, that we, you watch the news and you think that the whole world is full of horrible people, but it's yeah. not. No, it's there not. are amazing people. Absolutely. Come to the Cholangiocarcinoma Foundation Conference. You'll meet the most wonderful people you've ever met in your life. have hope that know that there are good people in this world doing good things. Thank you guys for for standing up there and being there. You know, it's a rare cancer, and I said this before, and I said this to Katie today. From a rare cancer comes rare people along with it. And I found the rarest, most wonderful people in the world just from volunteering and being part of this foundation. Awesome. You guys are awesome. Is there any screening that has to be done for this? Or? That's a great question. That is a really great question. Um, unfortunately, there's not a lot of options for diagnosing at this point. Um, that's the tricky part of it. Um, it's Once you, you see signs or something, it's... The symptoms are usually presenting um, with jaundice, so the yellowing of the skin. Um, All ladder uh, symptoms. Yeah. Um, it could be... My dad uh, actually went in for back pain. He had a pain in his shoulder blade and came out with a cancer diagnosis. So, I mean, it just presents in a lot of different ways for a lot of different patients. So it is difficult to detect, and that's why patients are diagnosed so late, stage four, most of them. Usually I have a lot to say and a lot of words, but you guys have stumped me. 
because you're you're amazing. Well, because you're amazing, doing amazing things. Thank you. So, um, if anybody wants more information, they can go to cholangiocarcinoma.org. How do you spell that? Uh, it is spelled C H O L A N G I O C A R C I N O M A. Dot org. And uh, Febu- February is Cholangiocarcinoma Awareness Month. So we're green. So we're green. We're green in February. We're green. Um, put a green light bulb out in front of your house. Wear a green ribbon. Tell people about it. We have awareness bracelets. And um, the Wrigley Building in Chicago is going. Is turning green from February 18th to the 20th in honor of Cholangiocarcinoma Month. That's some of the work we did as a care team to bring awareness so, um, yeah, we're doing a lot of good things. Get people together. Yeah. And they're unstoppable. And we're if trying. If you are interested in running, <laughs> yes. I also coordinate Team CCF. So if you are a runner or maybe you're interested in hosting a walk, biking, swimming. Um, you do this all over the country? Yes. Yep. Fundraising we, through fitness. Fundraising through fitness is our mission. TeamCCF.org. TeamCCF.org, people. And that's easy to spell. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 why I said that one. Yes. <laughs> that's easy to spell. So we ask everybody that's on the show, uh, Ryan, you ask them because I'm always hogging the mic. I apologize. Mike hog. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what does doing good in business mean to you guys? Obviously, we. You're absolutely doing good. But, <laughs> but we always just ask everyone. Why do you think that matters? For. For me personally, and I think for most people here at the foundation, we have to do good to support one another. Um, again, it's back to you know spreading kindness, um, and we just have to be here for each other. We're the only ones that really know what we've been through, and um, it can be a very hard journey to go through that alone. So there's no reason for um, anybody to go through it alone. And I know that the founder, Stacey Lindsay, that's one of... Her main missions is to make sure that no other family has to go through this alone, no. just as hers had. Um, I think for me, doing good in business means, especially just particularly for a non-for-profit cancer charity, um, this part of my life is you heal yourself by helping others. And, you know, it, I never want anybody to experience what I experienced ever again. So um, whether it be not getting enough information in time or navigating a journey by themselves because you feel like you get hurt, hit with an earthquake when you hear a diagnosis. So if I can help just one person, I know that I've made the world a better place. And that's why we're here, to help other people. I love it. Anything you could add, Ryan? Come on, add something. No, um, thanks so much for taking the time to sit, you know, stand with us. Yeah, stand with us. Usually we're sitting in a in a studio with mics all around us, but we're we'll this is a road trip. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. We should do a whole show with these guys. Yeah, I mean if they're in Chicago they probably have to We'd have to coordinate that. We are in Salt Lake. Okay. We'll come back, we'll come we come back. back every year. Oh well let's do it. Yeah. You guys got a card, right? Yeah. Ooh, yes. Absolutely. We'll pass it on to our founder and and we want to thank you for, for giving, yeah, and bringing awareness. Well, we 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 came here looking for be good and do good. 
That was our whole. We were heading and, that way, and I looked. At and I've run out of cards. Whoa. I've run out of cards, Ryan, because I've passed out all my cards. This is this is something different. Oh. Okay, guys. Well, let's keep talking, but let's not talk anymore. Oh, okay. We'll be back. Goodbye. You know what? We're still here. So I want you to tell me your name oh and your God. story. Okay. I mean, elevator. Elevator story. <laughs> it's such a great story. <laughs> elevator story. So we just got Melinda, Melinda Bikini. Oh, I like that. That's super cool. <laughs> I like that name. It is. No, it's Bikini. It's Bikini. It's Italian, yes. I love it. Melinda Bikini. I am. I was diagnosed nine years ago with stage 4 cholangiocarcinoma. But because of a clinical trial and new uh, research in immunotherapy, my own immune system has been fighting my cancer. Unfortunately, it does not work for everybody. So we need more work so that it does start to work for more patients. And because of that, because I've had a good response and most patients don't, I feel obligated to pay it forward with advocacy and awareness and getting out there. So, yeah, so I recruited these two to be on the care team, and we just go after it. You guys are so amazing. I love it. Keep keep up the fight. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank awesome. You. We're going to see great things from you people, right? We are. We are. Changing the world. Yes. Cholangiocarcinoma.org. Yes. <laughs> Light it green for February. Yes. Yes. Light it green, people. Get out your green shirts. Get out your green clothes. Get out your green lights. That's right. And shout it from the rooftops. That's right. Okay, folks. Well, we're still here. We're still at the conference, and we just grabbed an old friend. What was David Politis? Ladies and gentlemen, David Politis, we had on the show, what, like episode? Season one. Season one, episode 20-something or something crazy. It's been it's been a while, David. Have you, have you been busy? What have you been doing these, these past year and a half? Well, so I'm still a marketing mercenary. And so I'm, I'm working with different companies. I've seen you talk a few times yeah, since then exactly. at some different places. That's right. So um, companies that need marketing help. And not just the promotion, although that's a big part of what I do, but the classic four Ps, product, price, place, and promotion. And uh, engaging either on a, part, on a part-time basis, either as a consultant, 1099, or as an actual employee. Or the other part is it's either invisible the outside world or it's totally public my name my title my bio is actually on their website have marketing will travel uh, basically yeah i'm a marketing mercenary <laughs> exactly so doing some really fun stuff mostly in utah but i've got uh, a client in tampa florida i'm working with right now in the med tech space so mostly tech the utah farm bureau is a client i'm helping them right now that's kind of fun too Interesting. yeah so what do you think about or, or ryan ask him this question what what is doing good in business mean to you oh my gosh right no that wasn't the question the question is how's the conference no i was skipping that <laughs> you were oh, wow. skipping <laughs> He's not sticking to the script. He's not sticking to the script. Ryan, you're killing us. Yeah, we already, the script is already loose enough. Um, what are you gaining at the Silicon Slopes Summit? Well, first of all, I, I know, stop laughing, please. So, um, here's the thing, guys. As much as we are hyper-connected, you know, 7.7 billion people on the planet, 4 plus billion mobile phones on the planet. The internet's everywhere, 24-7, 365. 
the human soul still needs that human interaction, that we face. Were just, we were to just face, talking about right? that, weren't we, Ryan? It's it's the hey, how are you? It's seeing your your smile break out or your grimace when you see my, me talking to you. It's the shaking hands. It's the patting on the back. It's the knee to knee interaction. And hey, so so first of all, I mean, I posted about this today. You got to go to events, trade shows, conferences events, exhibits, go to events in your industry, whatever it might be. And then there are some events that are broad. Silicon Slopes is one of those. <laughs> okay? Because there's there are there are people here that have nothing to do with technology, but it's a place to see and be seen and you get pumped up. I mean let's be serious. They brought in freaking A Rod. Alex Rodriguez, future Hall of Famer from Major League Baseball, third most home runs in any major league history and the guy's got game in business like who knew like seriously the guy is a very sharp very together dude and so it was great to hear him talk today it was great to hear the ceo of sap sap speak right the guy bought a story when he was 16 on long island and figured out how to make it be successful so that's the thing I love about Silicon Slopes. And it's growing. First year, 5,000. 20,000 24,000 people that registered for this event this year. So it went from 5 to 14. And this year, year three, it's 24,000 people who have registered. It's hopping. Great. You have to. If you're in Utah, you need to come. If you're in technology, you need to come to this event and make sure you don't miss out next year. Ooh, that, that was a good that was a good spiel for for silicon slopes it has been we, we missed yesterday but today's been pretty enlightening and pretty eventful so you you know the drill with ryan had a question. yeah ryan has a question um yeah so what have you gotten out of sil- oh, just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're killing me smalls killing me smalls you got the wrong shirt on no, no um yeah what does doing good in business mean to you well so Doing good in business means a lot of things, right? We've found that out. Right. It does mean a lot of things. Right. And it's not just about being, quote, in charity. or, But it can be. I mean, like, for, for example, today, uh, one of the members of the board of Silicon Slopes, Kareen Clark, she said, hey, there's all these kids in Utah that are, what you call it, food challenged. And she said, pull out your phone. Enter in this word to this number and donate. And for every dollar, it'll produce four meals for a kid in Utah. Right? And so I'm like, okay. And I'm not bragging, but I donated 10 bucks. Like, who doesn't have $10? Right? So that's one way that giving back, right? And doing good, right? But the other thing is, this is something, I don't know. I think I just kind of stumbled into it. But when I'm done on a phone call with a friend, with a colleague, when I meet someone face-to-face, I try to end with a question, which is, so how can I help you? What do you need help with? And it's not because I'm looking for work that I want to get paid. Because it might be, well, actually, I'm, I'd like to get into this company here. Or, gee, do you know anybody who does such and such? Or you know, I'm good. Everything's fine. Or 
uh, actually, my mom's struggling. If you could remember her in your thoughts and prayers, right? Just ask. I think it's a great opportunity. Just an opportunity. Right. Nothing special, just opportunity. Right. And so it's like, do you need help with anything? How can I help you? And obviously you need to be sincere. But most of the time people say, no, thank you for asking. But I think it's good that you said the sincere thing. Because I think people look at that and they think, oh, a tactic. Here's a tactic that I can use by saying, how can I help you to get the ball rolling so it can come back to me? And I think we do see through that. So I, I think that the fact that you said be sincere, that's the true key to what you're saying, don't you think? There's no question that the... If it's all about what's in it for me, then the connection will never be made. But if you are truly interested in that individual you're talking to in that moment, face-to-face, on the phone, doesn't matter, you say, so, what do you need? How can I help you? And the answer may be, you can't help them. But, you know, what is it, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? (laughs) You probably know someone who knows someone who can help that person. Whatever it might be, right? Uh, My cousin's got cancer and really, she really needs help. And, well, gee, my uncle works at the Huntsman Cancer Institute. I'm going to introduce you to my cousin and maybe we can get your cousin seen. You don't know. Never know what will happen. Right. And here's the interesting thing. It's selfish, Because God, the universe, karma, it's the law of the harvest. If you give, it comes back to you. Other people will say, hey, Bobby, what do you need help with? How can I help you? Ryan, how can I help you? Right? And it comes back around. It always comes back around. It does. You're right. You're right. Well, David, we're going to get back to the show, get back to the events. Are you going to something right now? What are you going to next? I'm going to let that uh, chasty dessert I just had kind of settle. (laughs) I'm trying to decide. I might go see that uh, movie that they're screening tonight. So we'll see. We've been thinking about that, too. Can you believe? I I think they did a heck of a job feeding 24,000 people. I... It's like a small arena or a small stadium, right? (laughs) So, no, this has been pretty amazing. I can't wait till Silicon Slopes Tech Summit 2020. How does that sound? A year from now. Yeah, so it'll be fun. Great to see you both. Hey, you two. David Politas, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here we are. We're still at Silicon Slopes, man. We're just running into such cool people. And we have some new entrepreneurs from Snow College, right? You guys are from yes. Snow College? Yes. Snow College Entrepreneurship. Snow College, you're in. What are you a part of? What kind of, what, what's the, the group? The Business Club. The Business Club. Awesome. And, and, and we sideswiped them. We took a selfie for them and said, dude, you guys want to be on the show? And they reluctantly looked at us like, maybe. That's okay if you're not freaky weirdos, but which we are freaky weirdos. Sorry, guys, but uh, <coughs> good, freaky. good freaky weirdos. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you our, our big question. What is being good and doing good in business or in life? What, is that, what does that mean to you? Why is it important to you guys? We know why it's important. We think it's a no-brainer, but in this world, a lot of businesses don't understand you know, their cutthroat, their how do you manipulate your clients, uh, and what do you, and, and I know you guys coming up, you're the new 
the new face of business. So give us your take on what does being good and doing good mean? Who's going first? Uh, I, my name yeah. is Jennifer Brethuk, and I would say it's about knowing your values, attitude, and ethics. Like that. Wow, that's good. Drop the mic. Boom. <laughs> awesome. Uh, my name is Aranza Ortiz. Uh, for me, it's all about ethics and making an impact on people and helping them to be good. Awesome. And helping them to be good. Yeah. I love it. What do you think? Uh, my name is Tatiana Gaibor, and I'm kind of new with this, but I just really like how people, like the new businesses, how they really care about the people. And basically... To be good is my code of ethics. So I just think that's how we have to live. Because we want people to do good for us. Why don't we have to do good for them? So, yeah. And how do you get above the noise now? There's so much noise in this world. The best way to get above it is being real. Yes. Right? Being real. So what are you guys learning in school? Just, just to give us a, a really quick thing. Yeah, you got any business tips for us or anything? Thinking more about the people, their needs, instead of the company's needs. Ooh, let's see what, this is what we got to look forward to, people. <laughs> uh, somebody actually giving a rat's butt about you. That's awesome. Anything else? Um, yeah, she basically say it. Just don't think about yourself. Think about what people need and try to give a solution and create something for them. Think about what people want what they, what they, and then give it to them. It's not rocket science, is it? It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, guys. You guys are so cool. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. Have you guys got any good tips that you've learned here today or today or yesterday? Did you guys come to yesterday? Um, no. We just arrived. Oh, you just got here? Oh, what, what, what thing have you been to so far? Uh, we, we, we just saw a couple companies that were on one of the big rooms, and then we tried to go to one of the conference rooms, like the speakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, entrepreneurship. the entrepreneurship ones. Oh, you went to the entrepreneurship one? Did we you? Went for a little bit. Yeah. Well, guys, yeah, you're sh- oh, you guys, well, you'll see the shirts because we took pictures. <laughs> Listen to the show, guys, bizforgoodshow.com. We're heading down the way and finding some other people. <laughs> you guys, we'll do it. We'll sell people. Okay, people, we're still back. We're here, the Biz for Good Show, Silicon Slopes craziness, and we have another veteran alumni of the Biz for Good Show here with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the AJ Wilcox is with us! <laughs> AJ is one of those two listeners that actually listen to the show. No, we have more listeners than two, but but AJ is a is a fan and, and we love him. He is amazing and awesome. And of course we have John Beeman! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, John Beeman. Uh, we're tag teaming it because we saw both of you and we're like, hey, we know these folks. Let's talk to them. Let's see what they're getting out of. Silicon Slopes. So what do you think? Let's start with AJ and we'll go to John. All right. Sounds good. Well, I'm excited to be here at the Silicon Slopes Summit. Um, I was traveling yesterday, so I pretty much missed the first half of the event. Did you come from Thailand or some craziness? No, San Francisco. Oh, so, okay. that, yeah. yeah. That's fairly I, lame. I was having lame. a fun time, lame. but uh, but not quite. Anyway, wasn't quite Silicon Slopes uh, <laughs> status out there. So, uh, 24,000 yeah. people here registered to this year. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, that's a big event for Utah. What a big deal for Utah. 
Did you, have you learned any gold nuggets? Uh, you know what? I actually, I feel a little bit sheepish saying this, but I haven't been to any of the sessions. I've been out here talking to other entrepreneurs in the hallway. Uh, it's just such a good time to network with people that we know. Um, so the content that I did see when I was you know, pounding out emails in the overflow looked really good, but I'm just excited to be here with the people. I, I think that's the, the, the big thing about Silicon Slokes is all the networking. I mean, it's amazing seeing folks that we connect with uh, and, and we get that time and time again, it's about the people. Yeah. And, and I think when you, when you see uh, an opportunity like this to meet this many people. So being at the right place at the right time with the right opportunity, one of the gold nuggets that I took away with was that 76% of people that are employed are not happy where they oh, are. I was in that session. That is unreal. So here's a tool, and I'm going to be using this as well, is um, when you have the right, if you have the right opportunity as far as both a profile as an assessment, you're able to determine what are the, what are the things that that person enjoys, what, you know, as far as the alignment of who they are and what they do. And, and so that's one of the things is uh, connecting with some of the, the uh, individuals that are part of the group um, is just being able to work with them and find out what are the things that, uh, as, far as, the, uh, as far as the profile, that help with, with the uh, employees and also with the um, um, hiring process and all that stuff? The hiring as well as uh, just the, the right alignment. You know, making sure you get the right person in the right seat with the right opportunity, the whole nine yards. I found that so crazy. That that session was crazy. Seventy what percent? Seventy six percent of people are not really. Yes, sixty seven percent were completely unengaged in like what was it, fifty something that have no engagement whatsoever in their job. Yeah. Wow. That's not good. That is brutal. Mm. And the only way to get above that is by being good to your employees and doing and, and assisting them in loving their job. It's the alignment as well. It's, so it's creating the right opportunities because it's making sure that the person is in the right place doing the right thing. Because they're unfulfilled if they're doing something that they're not good at or they don't like or they don't identify with. They can't have engagement. Finding out ahead of time. So exactly, find the strengths, the talents, like a strengths finder, but being able to really profile and know what are the things that they enjoy and where they're going to excel at, and then doing what they do best. That is the key. Uh, yeah, like these guys are saying, that it, it, it should be a no-brainer. It's interesting that it's not. So, so AJ, uh, alumni, alumni um, what, what kind of gold nugget can you leave our folks with for being good and doing good? Uh, you know what? I'm out here talking to a whole bunch of people that I know really well and that I've known from the past. And some people are coming up and saying hi, and I don't recognize them. And some people are like lifelong old friends. And so my, my one gold nugget is just it's the, the spirit of getting together with people uh, in big groups like this uh, is like th this is how you can do your biz for good. Uh, you can go out and meet people and stay on top of their mind and then find ways of serving. We just got that from David Politis. We, we just interviewed him, and he was saying, you know, when I meet people, the last thing I say is, how can I help you? What can I do for you? What can, and, and I think it's, it's from the spirit of just being a good human being and a connection. And people get that. They see right through fakeness and not realness. And so it's, it's cool. There's a theme here. Yeah, and it's so easy to just say, well, hey, how can I help you and not mean it? It's just like that's the last thing you say. But when you actually mean it, when you say, like, hey, how can I help you? And maybe list some resources. It's a good way to do this. And anybody that knows you knows when you say it, you mean it. 
I sure hope so. If not, they don't know me very well. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You can't be around AJ without getting some of his love all over you. I just love it. Love it. Awesome. What do you think? Last gold nugget. Well, it was exactly what he was referring to is when you put the other person's interest above your own and you're really there to serve them. That's that, and you're forget- it always comes back. 100%. 100%. That, that the gold is the gold. Yeah. Truly. Awesome. You guys are awesome. Thanks for taking a few seconds and shooting the ball with us. It's always a pleasure, AJ. It's always a pleasure. John, thank you so much. Last words, Ryan. I said, be good, good, good. Be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. He's been taking me around this whole conference center. Ryan's like huffing and buffing. Dude, we just came back from there. This place is huge. And, and I said, oh, the next event is here. And he's like, that is all the way on the other side. I'm not doing it. He sat down. He said, Bobby, I'm not. And I got him up, and he's still moving. So thanks. Bobby, you rock. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, last interview of the night on the Biz for Good Show. It has been an amazing event here at Silicon Slopes, and we have the cream of the crop interview today. The last speaker at the social good piece of Silicon Slopes. Amazing, amazing. Who's here, Ryan? Leah Barker. Leah Barker, ladies and gentlemen. Leah Barker from choice humanitarian yeah <laughs> from choice humanitarian uh, we we both sat in on 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 the the uh the speech or the top what do you call it presentation there you go presentation it was powerful insane you you are the epitome of why we're doing this because of what you're doing and guys if you haven't seen or looked up choice humanitarian, humanitarian. <laughs> ryan is like he's good he's good Please check it out. Amazing, amazing. The stuff you're doing. And we're going to talk about it because I just, you know, we, we talk about humanitarian stuff. My daughters went to Kenya and we, there's all these different things out there. But yours is a little different. And it's a, it's a powerful different, I think. And we're going to talk about it. So tell us a little bit about you, how you got involved, and that kind of stuff first. Uh, so I got involved with Choice about 14 years ago. So everybody volunteers first. So I, too, volunteered for probably three or four years before I joined officially the team, mostly helping the board of directors um, organize the organization a little bit. And so fell in love with the mission as I became more aware of, you know, a lot of people claim that they have a sustainable model for moving people out of extreme poverty, but... Oftentimes, that's not what I see when I look behind the curtain. And so as I started looking at the choice model and I just I was really impressed with um, there's no quick fix. It takes a while to change people's paradigms. We're talking about people that were poor, their parents were poor, their grandparents were poor, and they don't even believe that it's possible that they can move out of extreme poverty. And so it's tricky to do that. And so the mindset. Yep. Yep. And unfortunately, in the United States. And around the world, those who have abundance, um, we want the quick fix. Let's it's give them some stuff. The golden and rule. Help them. He who has the gold rules, hurry, fix it, arrange it, and we 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 can't partner. Yeah, doesn't work, and we can't partner with people like yeah, that. Like in the presentation, you know, the gift drops and the and the food drops. It's just don't do that. Yeah. Well, you don't need that when you build people because they can provide for themselves. Tell us the model because this is what is so powerful. What's How does the model work? The model is really simple. It reminds me of a parenting model, right? When you have kids, you're supposed to be 
very close to them in the beginning and ideally, and I wish I would have known this when my kids were babies, but <laughs> then you're supposed to like take a step back, take a step back and let them own their lives, right? And let them become and let them trip because in tripping and falling, you learn and you grow up and you become better. Stand up again. So our model is pretty similar. We want to listen to people and we want to listen to their needs. Let me give you an example. We're not a religiously affiliated organization. We enter a village in Mexico 20 years ago. They don't have anything. They don't have, a tr they don't have a road. They don't have water. They don't have schools. And we sit down and they're like, we need a church. Really? You need a church? You don't have anything. What do you mean you need a church? And they said, we need a church. And we could not talk them out of it. And we say that we listen to the poor and we do what they say. So we embarked on a mission to build the first Catholic church in that area. They have an online school now. They have a goat cheese factory. Everybody has access to clean water. And when you go visit the village, the first thing they're going to show you is the church. <laughs> so because awesome. you because you need to be united in a common vision, and they weren't, the church was the hub. They knew what they needed. We would have never been able to carry out the rest of the projects because it was four brothers with four psycho wives, all torn and fighting, and you know, and they had grown in families, and now they were just divided. That the church brought them together, and now they're on their path to self-reliance. So you got to listen to the people. You got to help them execute a plan. You got to help them carry out the plan, and you got to help them review, celebrate, and start all over again. Take them through that process a few times, and then they can do it on their own. You, you said the key word though. You help them. You don't do it for them. Nope. No. This is people. We you don't want to rob a person from that experience and moving themselves out of poverty. The biggest I asset, love that. the biggest <laughs> asset that I have is what my mom did. You know, we saw her move out of poverty and then whipping us all along, get an education, you know, slapping us and hitting us like they used that to do example. back in the day, right? Yeah. And now, you know, I have a confidence level that if anything were to happen to me, I can rebuild it. Whatever I lose, I can rebuild. Got I've got the skills. You said something great up there as well, that if if they don't stand up and show that they're willing to do it, you, you move on. No game. No action. Yes, We're not going to move people out of poverty. People are going to move themselves out of extreme you, poverty. You can't take somebody out of something that they don't want to be taken no. out of. And it doesn't leave them dignified. If I carry you from here to there, what did I do? I carried you from here to there. How proud are you about what you did? Yeah. You can't be unless you're delusional. Yeah. Now, if you carry yourself from here to there, how proud are you going to feel about that? Ownership. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. We, we ask a question to all of our interviews. This is a quick fix. We don't want to keep you too long. We know yeah. it's it's time to veg out and go have yeah. some drinks and <laughs> yep. all that stuff. So uh, we ask the question, what does being good and doing good mean to you? You've already answered it, but we're going to ask the question and get in your heart yep. and see what that means to you. So I'm just going to say what my staff say about me. Being good is the Mother Teresa side of me. Doing good is the Al Capone side of me. I'm the perfect combination of Mother Teresa and Al Capone. And you know it because your wallet is no longer in your pocket and you didn't even know that I took it. <laughs> Wait, really? Yep. Yep. Oh, man, that is so awesome. You are amazing. Thank you for being who you are and standing up for where you're standing up for. Thank you. Where can they find... Oh, yeah. Where can we find out stuff? Please go to our website at choicehumanitarian.org. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Look us up and come do something with us. Do something meaningful. Ooh, you, you said you, you do stuff. You do like a thousand people from the United States that yeah. go and assist. What does that look like? So it's an expedition and you go for one week and you live in a remote village, sit laying on, sleeping on air mattresses, squatty potties, latrines, and you're working side by side with villagers on a project that they have deemed as critical to their 
path to self-reliance. You go with the mentality that you're going to go save them. You come back with a mentality. It's me that needs to get my crap together and get my, you know, my mental game on. I kind of had that just so you know, for, for, for all of our children in the United States that suffer from affluenza, this is the cure. And I have seen, I have taken so many kids that are mentally poor on these experiences. Do you have families that go? Because I'm like go, my wife and oh, my kids. I would love to take my reun- boys. Family reunions, companies. Yes, yes. And you can form your own group or you can join a group. Wow. So it's amazing, amazing. Forget the travel without meaning. Go on a meaningful trip that your family is going to remember. Totally. Kids will come back and they'll say, forget Christmas gifts. Let's not do that. They will because they'll see the difference and that garbage doesn't really matter to them anymore. You have a little bit of passion around this, I think. (laughs) I love meeting passionate people because I'm kind of passionate too. So thank you so much. Let's let's go enjoy the rest of our night. Okay. Thanks a lot. Can we sign off with her? Yeah. Let's sign. So at the end of the show, what we do, and this is the last interview that we've done, we, we do something where we, we say uh, hashtag be good, do good, and we say it three times, and we get louder and louder okay. and louder, and the last one, we get really loud. Is everybody, you hold your ears, because we like to, anybody want to join in, go ahead. So Ryan, you want to take us out? She had a question, maybe. Oh, you got a question? No, she's oh. ready for this, man. I can see she is always ready. <laughs> All right. Everybody, hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Oh my gosh, she is so good. That's awesome. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington. This is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go.